Welcome to the Lift You Up podcast. I'm your host, Liz Dodson, and I am here today talking about toxicity. And this is something that I have dealt with in many seasons of life. And so I am just going to take my personal experience with this and especially learning how to handle it and combat it. And I'm going to give you some examples and ways that you can combat toxicity in your life and how you can actually start the process of distancing yourself and of walking away from people, places, and things that are toxic to you and your well-being. I just want to say this. Toxicity is not worth it. You most likely already know whatever it is in your life right now that is toxic for you, that it is just that. You know, I'm sure you already have put a label on it. I'm sure you have already realized that it's not good for your well-being. And sometimes this looks like a person. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a job atmosphere. Maybe it is something that you do as a hobby when you're not necessarily like proud of it. And normally that goes with the people that you're hanging around. What are they influencing you to, you to do? Are you proud of the things that you're doing and the things that you're thinking when you're around this certain group of people or maybe just this one person. People in our lives, if we give people the time and energy, will influence us so much more than anything else. And so that's why it's always important, and I always go back to this, to like reflect on your circle and reflect on the people that you decide to hang out with because ultimately like it's your responsibility to refine who you hang out with so that way they serve you. You know, like it is... 110% your choice if you decide to go make plans with someone that you really don't necessarily think matches your values and morals in a good way. And if, if that's the case, you have to remember too that you are not, I don't think entitled is the right word, but you, you have the choice to say no and you have the choice to, to not hang out with someone if you know that they're not necessarily good for your well-being. If you're just going to hang out with someone to have company, and to not feel quote-unquote lonely, then that's probably a sign that you don't necessarily match up with, they don't necessarily match your values and morals in your life, but you're just doing it for the convenience and for not wanting to be alone, you know, and that can be a toxic behavior that you are doing to yourself. You know, this is something else that I've had to figure out my bad habits and I've had to figure out the decisions in my life that I've made that have created the toxic things in people and relationships in my life. And so we are the we are ultimately the ones that put up with whatever is going on in our lives. We are the ones that decide to put up with whatever is going on. And so at the end of the day, this is all just turning back to ourselves, you know. We have the choice, we are in control, and it's just something that you need to realize especially if you want to live a better life. So maybe maybe there's something in your life right now that you actually this is going to sound so bad. But usually we don't know something is toxic until we're out of it or until we're away from it and until we have given whatever it is space. And then we realize just how bad it was. And I don't want to say that like everything in your life right now is toxic for you. It is going to be toxic uh, looking back when you get in the future, if that makes sense. That's not what I'm saying. I want you to realize whatever it is in your life right now that may be influencing you to act in a way that is not in alignment with your best self. And that can come down to little behaviors that you do and little decisions that you make on a daily basis, you know, without anybody else even involved. 
you know, this could look like what I just mentioned, you know, hanging out with someone just for the convenience and not wanting to be lonely. As women, sometimes we do that and we want the attention, but we don't necessarily want the attention long term. We just want it for a night or we just want it for a week or a month. And then and then we wonder why our emotions are up and down and we're struggling with self-worth and self-respect. But it ten- and at the end of the day, it was our decision to pursue that short-term attention that wasn't necessarily valuable to our lives. At the end of the day, it ended up being toxic to us and it ended up diminishing our self-confidence and our self-worth. And maybe there was drama started in all of this and maybe your feelings weren't the only ones hurt in someone else's it was. You know, if I'm speaking to you, like, put your hand up. That's just an example. We tend to make tiny little self-sabotaging decisions without really thinking through what the long-term effect is going to be. It's so important, especially when somebody else is involved, to know that not only your feelings are going to be swayed and maybe hurt, but that person is too. And we we can minimize, you know, this emotional roller coaster if we just decide, you know what? I'm okay. Like I don't need to do that. I'm good. I I love myself enough. I respect myself enough to not need to chase after that short-term, you know, quick fix or like fast like satisfaction kind of thing. When your mental health is being affected negatively, it is time to move on with whatever it is that's bringing you down. Again, this could be a person, place, job, you know, a hobby or a group of people, whatever it is. If it is, if it's taking away from you living a life that is inspired and motivated, motivated is a word that I don't like using a lot, but an inspired life, a life full of fulfillment, a life of love, if you notice that that is diminishing in your life and you're kind of having a hard time finding joy in things and you're you're finding that you're not doing things that you love as much as you used to, that usually means there's something in your life that is draining you so much that it is not even allowing you to have capacity to do the things that you love. And that was actually something that hit me while I was at church one night and the... Uh, the pastor, the speaker mentioned, you know, he was going through struggles with people. He was saying, you know, stand up if you struggle with this, stand up if you're struggling with this right now, if you're struggling with this right now. And he said the word capacity, like I had, I was sitting, you know, and I was waiting for something to really hit my heart. And when he said the word capacity, it just kind of felt like a sucker punch to like the gut. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that is what I am dealing with right now. I have so much on my plate. It feels like I feel like I am just giving, giving, giving to everybody else and I'm not making time for myself and I have no capacity to want to work on the passions that I have. And that is a red flag. That is a sign that whatever you are putting your time into and extra time into is not necessarily giving you the return that you want it to. It's not a positive return. It's not a it's not a positive influence, even though it's something that you feel like you're obligated to do or feel like you need to do. It is influencing you in a negative way and it's bringing your mental health down into a darker place. And that's not the goal, right? So if you're dealing with that too, if you're dealing with like a lack of capacity for 
another thing added on your plate and you feel like you're just fully loaded and you have no more to give, that means that you need to give a responsibility away. That means that you need to take something out of your bucket and throw it throw it out the window. And whatever that is, is going to be whatever is the most quote-unquote toxic right now. What is the thing that is draining you the most? What is the thing that is stressing you out the most? What is the thing that you constantly go back to and maybe find yourself complaining about or having some negative thoughts about? It may take a second for you to think about it, but you know, if it's an environment, if it's a living situation, if it's a person, whatever that is, is not worth, it's not worth it. It's not worth putting up with because ultimately your mental health is being affected in a negative way. And when that happens, it starts ripple affecting into all the other areas of your life. And then the other areas of your life are started are starting to be negatively affected as well. So if you can nip that in the butt now, then you can start restoring your life and you can start feeling more fulfilled and having more capacity for the things that you love doing. And then you're just gonna start to notice your thoughts changing. You're gonna you're gonna notice your your thoughts becoming more joyful and more grateful and your life being filled with more gratitude, right? And that's what we want. That is what we want. We want a life of joy and we want to be in a state of gratitude for the things that we have. And I kind of felt like I was struggling with that a lot. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, we hear this question a lot these days, like, what are you grateful for? And it's one of those things where if you can't answer some, some days it's harder than others to answer because sometimes our, our mind is flooded with more negative thoughts than anything. But if it's on a consistent basis, you cannot answer this question. First of all, you need to do something that is going to ground you. You need to do something that is going to bring you back down to earth and help you realize that whatever you're worrying about is way bigger and like way more out of con- your control than you think. So you need to just let it go. And once you're able to let that worry go and you know, create more of a capacity for things that make you grateful, then that's how you're going to start changing your life. And that's how you're going to start adding more life into your life. Okay. That's what we want. Make room for what's in alignment with you. You cannot make room without getting rid of something else, right? It's kind of like the, the quote, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you're just spitting your wheels and doing the same things over and over and seeing the same people over and over and you know you have the same habits and you're wondering why you feel shitty and you're wondering why you feel unfulfilled and not happy and ungrateful something in your life needs to change now so you can stop this cycle what is it on your heart that you want to do what is, what is that gut feeling that you have right now that you want to pursue and that you want to do you know you don't have to take some extreme big ap- action just a baby step You know, maybe that looks like reaching out to someone and asking about whatever it is you want to do to get insight, to get your wheel spinning, to get the inspiration going. It could be as small as that. It could be as small as picking up a book that you bought three months ago and reading it. Whatever it is, you need to embrace this process of making room. But you cannot make room unless you can, you, without subtracting, you cannot add So what needs to go? What needs to become distant in your life? What do you need to walk away from so you can walk towards something that's in alignment with you and your best self? 
It's a very short and sweet episode, but I think this really should hit home for you if you're struggling with this. And there's really not much more that I can say to really get this point in, you know, my head. Like, I need to hear this just as much as you do, probably. It's something I need to be, I needed to be reminded of just this past week. I was really, really struggling. And so I'm just kind of using that and I'm using this uh, newfound experience. I wouldn't say new because I've experienced this before, but this most recent experience to help you now. Because I do feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. And so therefore, I have room for things that are now going to fulfill me more. And it was uncomfortable. You have to get uncomfortable before you can be fulfilled and work towards your next goal. You have to embrace this uncomfortable uh, phase and season and you have to embrace the unknown before you can get to what is known and what brings you joy and makes you happy. So remember that. You got to make room, but you have to subtract before you can add. So figure out whatever that is in your life and start working towards that. 